Hi guys, and welcome to UFO Party. I'm Erin. I'm Julia. And today we are going to talk about Lazarus, or Lazarus, sorry, um, which is the 15th episode of season one. Um, But before we get into it, we just kind of want to discuss a little bit. We didn't record last week. Um, I think we both felt like it was kind of not the best idea for us to be taking up space um, when there is so much going on and so many other voices that need to be heard. And we love X-Files, but it is not um, comparable to everything that needs to be talked about right now. So um, we're back, but we did want to kind of talk to you a little bit about what we're going to do moving forward to continue talking about um, issues as of right now, especially police brutality and what we can do for Black Lives Matter and for um, continuing to educate ourselves and to help those that need it. So, Yeah, so we've decided that if you want to purchase anything from our merch store, we'll donate 100% of the proceeds to um, a Black Lives Matter donation link. Um, but if you just want to send us proof that you have purchased it to our email at ufopartypod at gmail.com that will definitely help the process along and then we'll also keep continuing to um, link donation funds and links in the show notes of each episode so everyone has easy access to any kind of action you want to take yep so um, yeah if you got I would say either email us or even Instagram um, just to show proof that you have purchased some of our merch and then we will match that donation. Um, I do think that week to week the organization might change depending on who needs it most that week. Um, But we'll be updating that. um, And I think that that's a very small thing that we can do um, on top of the things that we're doing in our personal lives to be better um, and to be better allies. So we hope that you guys feel like that's something that you'd want to do. And if not, I hope that you're um, donating or, or using your time efficiently in other ways because it is really important for us to continue. Um, I think that there was a lot of momentum, and I have heard a lot of people talking about how that momentum is seeming to slow down. Um, and we just want to make this like a priority in everyday life and for it to not just be another thing that goes away. I think we should continue talking about this and having these conversations all the yeah. time. Um, cause like just because things got tackled with George Floyd's case doesn't mean that there doesn't need more work to be done. Um, I believe just in the past week alone, two more black men have been shot by the police. So they definitely need to be held accountable. We need Breonna Taylor's, murderers to be convicted we there needs to be a lot more change so yeah and I think we need to keep the momentum going yeah and also just like actually changing the foundation of our systems which is going to take much longer than a week and it's going to need everyone's support um and to have that that voice continue to be heard so um that's kind of our two cents and 
Um, um, hold on. Yeah. In addition to our podcast, I want to highlight any of Nicole Byers podcasts so you can support black artists or um, specifically like queer black artists since it's still Pride Month. So she has a podcast called Why Won't You Date Me, which is really funny. Another podcast called Best Friends, which I really enjoy. And then there's another one, if you like Drag Race, that's from Bob the Drag Queen and Monet Exchange called Sibling Sibling Rivalry. That's also really fun. So just keep putting their voices out there. Um, Support those people or any black artists that you want to because they deserve it perfect all right with that said let's get into x-files because it's been a little bit yeah so lazarus is this was an episode <laughs> it was an episode i i kind of liked it um it was interesting yeah um when we were wa- when I was watching it, I kept thinking that it was going to be a different one, but um, oh, really? Yeah, I feel like there's one that also has to do with bank robberies that takes a little bit of a different turn. So as soon as it started, I was like, "Oh, I know which one it is," but then uh, quickly realized that it was another one that I knew what it was, but you know what I mean. So um, I got you. Yeah, this one is based on a, f- a slew of bank robberies. Yeah. Yeah, so is- we start off with the scene in the car of, um, I mean, at the time we don't know his name, but Dupree and... Um, Lula. Lula. Um, and they're just professing their love for each other, and it's just so beautiful. And then they're just kind of like a little modern-day Bonnie and Clyde. Living the dream, yeah. robbing banks, um, and killing people. So maybe yes. not the dream, but uh, I their dream. I was like so grossed out by him. What is he when he says in the beginning? He's like, um, when I no matter what happens, when I look up at the stars, I know you're going to be looking up at the same ones. So gross. And I was like. Ew. Is there and anything more disgusting than this man being so cheesy before he goes and robs a fucking bank? Well, he also says, like, you make every day seem like it's New Year's Eve. And I'm like, what the fuck kind of holiday <laughs> pick is that? Like, He's I just feel saying like most anything. people say Christmas, but like New Year's Eve. Okay, my friend. <laughs> just um, you make every day feel like I want to get absolutely shit wasted. You know, I, isn't yes, that romance? Definitely something you should tell your wife. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. she would love to hear that. Yeah. So we are um, at the Maryland Marine Bank, right? Yes. And we see that scene and then it kind of goes directly into him going to rob the bank. And Scully is in the bank. Yes, with a with colleague Jack Willis, of hers. Who, yes. Yeah. Um, and so as soon as, you know, they see this guy come in with a mask and try to rob the bank, um, Jack pulls out his gun and tells the robber to stop. And then Jack ends up being shot by the robber 
and Scully in turn shoots the robber um, to basically, like, it all happens so quickly, but she's trying to stop him from shooting her um, co-worker. They both get shot. Scully's fine. Don't worry. That's the only important part. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then we go to the hospital, and they're both kind of sitting there. Willis, um, the FBI agent, and Dupree um, are both kind of like laying in a hospital bed. No one's paying attention to Dupree. He's a piece of shit. I don't know. Well, he's pretty much left for dead. Like, they just yeah. leave him on the table to die, but they're... Um, trying to what are they called resuscitate yeah um with defibrillators um, defibrillators whatever (laughs) on um willis and scully's really kind of taking control of it because you know doctor and they don't really want scully's uh favorite line she's like i'm a doctor yeah Um, and they're like um he's been dead for like 13 minutes it's not gonna work and then miraculously, it does. Yeah. Every time they um, kind of hit Willis, though, Dupree also bounces. Yeah. Um, but it's gross. They're, like, soul-tied, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, basically, I they're both being resuscitated. Um, but... We don't really know what happens until a couple days later when Willis wakes up. Um, And he is decidedly not himself. Yeah. So basically, uh, too long didn't read. Um, He wakes up with Dupree's consciousness. So um, he goes, he like gets himself out of the hospital bed, goes to the morgue to find Dupree's body. And the only thing he wants is his wedding finger, not wedding finger, (laughs) wedding (laughs) rings, which in turn he cuts off three of his fingers to get to um, because that's very tied to Lula. So Mm -hmm. he is off to go find her. And then Mulder and Scully are brought back in to um, handle the aftermath of that. (laughs) Yeah. So basically... um as most X-File episodes, you know, Mulder and Scully have very different explanations of what's going on. Um, but Willis basically goes missing after stealing the ring. They don't know that it was stolen by Willis, but... Um, or actually, they do pretty much right away, right? Because they find the... His um, fingerprints are on The it. fingerprints on, like, the hand and, the, and um, scissors. So... Yeah. They know that he did that, that he cut off that guy's fingers, which is weird. And then that he... Well, it was, like, stuck. So I guess if you really want to get to the thing... Uh... I mean, <laughs> yes. But it's weird that he even wanted the ring because in their brain, like, in as far as Scully and Mulder know, they're like, why would this FBI agent want this guy's ring? Yeah. But he goes missing, um, and Mulder thinks it's really weird because um, he basically is like, he finds out that Willis is right-handed, 
and Dupree is left-handed, and the the scissors or the shears that were used to cut off the fingers were left-handed. So he's, like, already kind of scheming. He's like, something's wrong here. Um, And that is a really big jump, but because as someone who's left-handed, I use right-handed scissors every day, and it's really not that big of a deal. Um, But in Mulder's mind, he's like, that must mean that Willis's body (laughs) is inhabited by Dupree. That's the only explanation. Yeah, I mean, I think scissors is a very um, easy thing to kind of jump around with when it comes to what hand you use. But, I mean, I know, um, like, a drum setup is really fucking backwards depending on what hand you use. And then same for guitars, like... Oh, yeah, sure. You definitely can't (laughs) go back and forth if you're not ambidextrous, but... Um, oh, yeah. I mean, that, that yeah. kind of stuff is really hard. I feel like scissors, that's easy. But, like, I mean, even when I'm doing pottery, I have to, like, turn the whole wheel around because I'm left-handed. So mm-hmm. there are certain things that are really hard. But I think to make the jump between these are left-handed scissors and this must be a person inhabiting Willis's body is a big jump to make. Yeah. Um, but we also learn here that Scully actually used to date Willis. Yeah, which is probably, you know, why uh, she definitely wanted to save him more than Dupree. (laughs) Yeah. And very scandalous because he was actually her instructor at the academy when they dated. Yeah, or as um, Mulder likes to say, the plot thickens. Um, yeah, so we, we learned that little tidbit, which is also kind of like, I, I don't know. It was like a very lazy attempt to be like, this is why Scully cares so much about him. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, whatever. It helps later on down the episode, but yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Mulder ends up bringing Scully to a professor who basically specializes in, like, near-death experiences. Um, And he seems to believe that having a near-death experience could not only radically change someone's personality, but he, like, brings up this example of a pilot who died and one of the passengers took on, like, memories that the pilot had because he the pilot was having an affair with the... No, opposite. Oh, okay. The... The Pilot passenger. was the only... Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, the, the passenger was having an affair with the pilot's... Wife. Wife. And so the pilot had those memories yeah. in his brain, which is crazy. And then ended up strangling his wife, which is great. <laughs> yeah. Pretty crazy. Um, he brings up the point that people that have had near-death experiences can't wear watches often. Yeah. And I really want to see if that's, like, an actual thing. I meant to look that up, and I totally didn't. I don't think it is, though. But it reminds me, um, I think, oh, that's what it is. Have you ever watched the OA? No. It's, like, a whole show about um, this scientist who is working on near, like, 
figuring out what happens when people have near-death experiences. So it was pretty crazy. It was a really weird show, though. Um, Um, It is true. That's true, huh? There's an article in the Chicago Tribune from October 1992 that says people with near death experiences report four times as many psychic occurrences such as dreams that foretell the future as other people and some also say that they can't wear wristwatches because the watches always stop running wow that's so wild i mean it kind of makes sense i guess depending on what like how they were resuscitated but if there's more like electric currents running through someone's body i guess i don't know that like lines up in my brain like i feel like it would make the watch battery like short circuit sure i mean that's just kind of scary that you like continue to have that voltage in your body though if that's true but it's a little gross that's very interesting i would like to learn a lot more about that yeah. If anyone here is a neuroscientist or, like, <laughs> specializes in near-death experiences, let me know. Reach out. I would love to talk. But I have a feeling that's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> anyways, we kind of... So we cut to that. Obviously, Scully's like, mm, yeah, this is all bullshit. She's like, yes, maybe he's having like a psychotic break because of the near death experience, but he's not in he's not in a different body. Like it's yeah. not. She not thinks happening. it's mainly because he's experienced the large trauma, which I mean, trauma does affect um, people's personalities, also. Yeah, but. I mean, Scully obviously has the more logical idea of what's going on here. Right. It is very far fetched. What. Mulder is trying to say, but, um, we cut to Willis who we see is actually developing Dupree's really shitty tattoo on his arm. Yeah. I can't tell what it says, but no clue. Regardless, it's not great. It's really poorly done. It looks like a smudge. Yeah. But it like kind of looks like it could have been a dragon, but it's like so old. Yeah. He's trying to uh, confront Lula's brother because he's looking for Lula, which we also learn that they met because Lula was serving a sentence for manslaughter and Dupree was the prison guard. And then once they started having an affair, he got fired. And then a week before the first robbery was when she was released. So, uh, yay. (laughs) And they got married so in crazy. Atlantic City? Um, I sure. I don't remember. Um, let's, uh, let's go with that. But he's under the impression that uh, Lula's brother is the one that sold them out to the FBI. And yep. in turn decides to kill him. So, hooray. Yeah, so he goes and kills Lula's brother, Tommy. And then he... I think goes back to where Lula used to live, maybe. Um, and he realizes that the money is gone um, and that Lula is like nowhere to be found. But um, when Mulder and Scully are called in to investigate Tommy's murder, Willis is there because obviously he's an FBI agent, but also 
he did just have a near-death experience, so he should probably not be on this case or anywhere. He should be at home. Yeah, he should be resting like, just a little bit. That's not right, but okay. Um, for some reason, he's allowed to just be on the case, and not only be on the case, but handle evidence. And I'm like, not only is this a conflict of interest because you're literally, like, investigating someone who has ties to the person that shot you, but you are definitely not, like, fit to be on this case right now. Right. But he passed all the tests and whatever, so I guess it's fine. Um, and he arrives, he takes the evidence... And because um, Mulder finds that there's a fingerprint a f- on the TV. Right. Um, and so he takes the evidence and he's like, I'm going to bring it to the lab. And Which, then uh, he doesn't because. Guess what doesn't make it to the lab? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then also, just to prove to Scully mostly, Mulder has. Willis sign a birthday card for Scully. He's like, it's Scully's birthday today. Um, and Mulder's like... They also like, have the same birthday, which is disgusting. <laughs> oh, wait. Willis and Scully have the same birthday? Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Okay, so even weirder that he doesn't remember. One, right, I mean, that's why he did it. Yeah, that is so smart. Wow, Mulder, good job. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, one, like, Scully and Willis used to date. Two, if you were da- if you dated someone and they had the same birthday as you, it'd be kind of hard to forget that. Right. Um, and then three, when he signs the card, he signs with his left hand, right? Yes. And his signature does not match at all. Right. Um, and Scully kind of explains this away, which... I think is more, you know how sometimes when Scully knows that something weird's happening, but she just is like not ready to deal with it, so she just pretends that she doesn't see it. Yeah, she's like, oh no, like that's totally normal. People's entire handwriting and everything just changes all the time, um, which is really not true. I mean, it does kind of like I know if I go periods without writing. Um, definitely does not look the same as it used to. Yeah, that's fair. But, I mean, yeah, Scully's basically like, well, it's probably just because he's under stress. But uh, Mulder is not convinced. Well, from there, um, they get a call from a landlord saying that they um, know where Lula is. So Scully and Willis head there. Yeah. Willis told her that he called for backup, and um, nope. <laughs> he didn't. So and by the time Scully's yeah. like, I'm going to call them to make sure that they come, they see Lula, and Scully grabs her, and then Willis uh, throws a pair of handcuffs at her. It's like, no, so here's the deal. You're going to handcuff yourself, and we're just going to hold you hostage so we can have leverage <laughs> with right. the FBI. Um, yeah, and so they move Scully to um, Lula's house, 
um, where she's handcuffed to a radiator and she's beaten up and it's really terrible. Um, and then Willis has to convince Lula that he is actually Dupree. So he's kind of like recalling all these memories and trying to convince her. Um, and eventually it works, but at the same time, pretty much Scully's trying to convince Willis that he's still in there somehow. Um, and we're seeing like little glimpses of both people. Yeah. Which is pretty wild. Um, like, yeah, he's, like, Willis, wavering in uh, and out. Yeah, Willis can, like, eventually remember um, a time that, like, him and Scully went to his parents' cabin, and it was snowing, and she's trying to get him to recall that, and at first, she, he's like, no, I don't remember that. Like, I'm not that person, but she keeps working on it. Um, and then Willis basically calls Mulder to tell him that, Scully is being held hostage, um, and that they um, basically want ransom, right, of a million dollars? Yes. But, you know, um, they have to get it by tomorrow. By tomorrow, which is classic. Um, Willis starts drinking a bunch of soda, and Scully sees that, and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I think she's kind of being like, She's kind of seeing what's going on because it's a little hard to uh, just write off that he has full memories of when he and Lula got married and, like, what they did afterwards to a T. So she's noticing that Lula and Dupree are drinking soda, and she's like, well, just so you know, Willis is diabetic, and since you're using his body, that also means, like, you were diabetic. And then she's like, oh, fuck you've been having a stomach ache, you're probably going, like, that's the start of a diabetic coma. So Lula decides that they're going to go rob a drugstore for some insulin, but then uh, refuses to let Willis have the insulin because it turns out she's the one that sold them out to the FBI. Right. Which I was like, I don't understand. What was the point? Of getting the insulin if she was just going to have him die anyways. <laughs> um, I guess to buy herself time and use hmm. as like a distraction because she kind of doesn't do it until Scully's trying to give him the medicine and then she's like, mm, no, like I don't want you giving that to him. And then it almost seems like she's going to to give it to him so she like gets close enough to kind of in turn handcuff Willis slash Dupree and is like um I sold you out because I want you dead because I want all the money and I knew you're gonna die in there but also you're here so now I have to kind of make something up (laughs) Right, yeah. I mean, she basically reveals that she never wanted to, or she didn't want to be with him, um, and that she was trying to get out of it anyways, and during the robbery, she left immediately so that he would get caught. Um, But that's when... So Lula's actually the one, though, that demands a million dollars for Scully. Yeah. Um, 
And while she's on the phone, they're tracking her call, obviously, but it's like the 90s, so they can't just be like, oh, the cell phone pinged on this tower, which is super easy. Um, But instead, Mulder has like the bright idea to be like, let me do like a filter on her voice. Well, so they you can did track up. it, but she was using Scully's phone number anyways, so it wouldn't have worked. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Which is then why he's like, let's put the filter on it because he kept hearing something in the background. And it turns out that it's a small airplane. So they're trying to look for like a small airport. Sure. Nearby. Yeah. I think they, technology is wild. Like even back then, he's like, I can figure it out up to like a few hundred feet of altitude that the plane is on and then they can search for I think a five mile radius to see where the airport is I wild (laughs) absolutely insane yeah um but it works and also though when they're putting the filter on her voice it sounds like the lady from smart house or like the house from house from smart house I guess yeah like, exactly. It was so creepy. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so they get their general location, and then they hire a disguised, uh, like, an undercover cop to go around and pretend that he's, like, a priest or something. Yeah. I mean, he's going door-to-door to kind of... Figure like, out who it sell is. Sell Bibles. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um and they eventually obviously find out which which house they're in um and when Lula comes in the next room Scully kind of tells her that Dupree is dead or Willis whoever um is dead that he has died from the diabetic coma um and then when when Lula goes to go check on him, he jumps up and he, or not jumps up. He's totally like still not okay, but he grabs his gun back from her. Right. Yeah. And then then he shoots her dead. Um, but unfortunately that's all he had in him because he doesn't make it either because he actually does die because of the lack of insulin, which, is pretty crazy. Is that how quickly it happens? Well, I think it was more... He had like, so much soda. Well, it was that, but he, I think it was more of like a diabetic shock because he didn't get any medical help. So, yeah. Sure. I mean, that's why diabetes is so dangerous. And I, I know given the um, current climate of the world, a lot of people are like a lot of protesters are getting arrested and they're like, Hey, I'm a diabetic. Like I need my medication and the police officers are denying them access to it, which can turn really, really dangerous. Yeah. Um, That's terrifying. Yeah. I mean, I think it also depends on like what kind of diabetes you have because you either need sugar or you need insulin. And I think needing insulin is a tad more dangerous because like your body's actually not Making it. Yes. Yeah. It's definitely more dangerous if you're completely reliant on insulin. Yeah. I mean, having low blood sugar is really dangerous too, but I, it's not going to put you into, um, 
a diabetic shock, I believe. I think you'd probably, you know, pass out from having low blood sugar. Um, right. I think. Please don't quote me on that. I'm not a medical professional. I just have a background in nutrition. So <laughs> sorry if I'm wrong. But um, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you're right. I don't know. Yeah. But um, yeah, everyone's dead. Scully's okay, though. <laughs> and then Mulder comes and saves her. And we have another instance in this episode where Mulder calls her Dana. Oh, yep. Yeah. I did. When he talks that. to her on the phone. Yeah. He's trying to um, make sure that she's okay. Yeah. And he's like, Dana. But he comes and saves her. And um, Scully afterwards is talking about Willis and she goes to pick up his possessions from the morgue. She basically says that there's not really anyone that really needs to know about him. Yeah, um, he doesn't have any his parents are dead. He doesn't have any family. Basically, the only person that she needs to tell is like a um, a kid that he had acted as like a big brother, like in like the I think like the big brother big sister program yeah. um, for years. So Scully's like, I will tell that person, but other than that, there's not really anyone to tell. So there was no one else to give the possessions to. So Scully took them. And she realizes that one of the possessions is a watch that she gave him for his birthday one year. And it was uh, stopped stopped. the time he died. Yes. Um, So it was like this weird thing where like the... um, Like the professor was talking about um, earlier where like watches don't work after having near death experiences and Scully's kind of like what does this mean like does this mean that he really was him or does it not like how do we explain this and you know Mulder's kind of just like you just gotta kind of let it go you you can think whatever makes you feel better yeah Um, that's that's literally it (laughs) that's it yeah I had a very small amount of notes for this one. Yeah. I think it was entertaining. Um, I just, it wasn't, there wasn't too much going on, you know? Um, But I liked it, and I think it was kind of nice because I haven't watched X-Files in a couple weeks, and it was kind of nice just to sit there and, and be like, well, I actually don't have that much stuff to type out, and I don't have that much to research because... It's a pretty straightforward episode, and it's kind of fun. Um, and in a fun fact, I don't know if you have this one or not, if you looked up fun facts, but um, did you know that in the original episode, or, yep. it, yeah, <laughs> um, yep. Dupree was actually not supposed to jump into Willis's body. He was supposed to jump into Mulder's body. Um and at the time, they felt like Scully and Mulder wouldn't have gotten themselves into that, not that situation, rather, but like that, like, fin- like that kind of phenomenon doesn't happen to them. Yeah. Um, which changes as the series goes on, but this was still so early on that they 
were like, no, like this kind of stuff doesn't happen to Mulder and Scully. So it can't be, um, I, I feel like they thought it would be too close. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got, but, um, I have that in the episode, Dupree says he was born in the year of the rat, um, which is the same year as David Duchovny. And obviously this is named after the biblical character of Lazarus. Um, And then we have some some instances that get continued on through the series. So this is the first of, I mean, if anyone like actually watches and has watched X-Files, this is the first instance that um, Scully is abducted. And it's the first time we actually get her birth date, which is February 23rd. And then this establishes that Scully is often attracted and romantically involved with older and controlling men, specifically in her field. So, because hmm. there are other um, partners that she's been attracted to. And, you know, now we have uh, Mulder. Interesting. So, and yay. we do have, I mean, this is probably the first Monsters of the Week that we could do a Zodiac um, sign for any of the characters that don't show. Obviously, he doesn't show up again because he's dead. Um, oh, I did not do that. Uh, I can do that real quick. Um, what's Yeah. It's June 2020. Pisces. Pisces, monthly horoscope for June 2020. Um, ye, fuck, my window's closed. You will be courageous in your dealings. This may be the right time for proving your worth in your vocation. A rise in pay may give you satisfaction. Your social connections may increase. Wow, this is a really short sentence. I don't like this. Okay, health may remain normal. It is still better for you to follow a strict diet, but the mother's health may need... Okay, I'm not doing this anymore. This is bad news, Bear. Okay. <laughs> Scratch it. Okay, never mind, boo-boo. Yay. And we're going to edit all of this out. Yeah, it was a good idea, but the internet <laughs> has failed us yet again. I need one of those books that's like literally, I think it's like the book of birthdays, and it's so thick, and it has, I think, like from the 1940s until like, 2050 of like every person's birthday that's what i need that would be cool okay well in the meantime um that's it and what is the next episode the next episode is young at heart which is a criminal believed to have died in prison years earlier wages of vendetta against Mulder. Hmm. I don't remember this one. Me either. Interesting. Well, we'll see. And we'll see you guys next week. So uh just remember if you want to donate, just send us the um screenshot either to our email um or Instagram UFO Party Pod. Right? Yes. Um, and the same UFO party pod at gmail.com. Yep. 
and um, we will be matching those donations and we'll see you guys next week um, but our merch link is in the link tree in any of our bios so yes. you just click yep. that I believe right now it is the first link and it will send you there and then just let us know and we'll match it for you alright yeah Bye, guys. Bye. Stay safe and Black Lives Matter. More importantly. (laughs) Yes. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye.